Hey, Conspiracy Kyle here. Hope everybody's having a great week. I want to publish audio of a conversation I had on Jack Allen's Conspiracy or Just a Coincidence podcast the other night. Um, I talked with him. I've talked with, with John Brisson um, at We've Read on Twitter, um, Scott at JBN Pod, and The Loyalist at The Loyalist Six. We all talked about monarchies. And, you know, this isn't really any Star Wars-specific conversation we have, and I don't think I even dropped any Star Wars information in here at all. But we talked about monarchies. Um, myself and John Brisson have somewhat of an opposition to the idea of, of monarchies as being a, a pure form of government, while while the rest of the team had some um, counterpoints the other way for monarchies. So we bring up a lot of um, evidence from, you know, biblical scriptures to historical events to even, you know, what our republic in America looks like today. And really, at the end of the day, all of us are on the same page that really there's no good form of government um, because people are just inherently evil and wicked and, and sinful. So it's not like a republic versus monarchy debate to, to the truest sense, um, as you'll kind of see throughout this. So we just kind of give counterpoints about monarchies and, and how they've worked throughout history and, and God's initial design for it and how everything has worked since then. So um, I hope you enjoy this episode. I'll be back in a few days with my podcast on the latest two episodes of the Andor series, episodes six and seven. Um, really good stuff in these episodes about the heist from the Imperial Vault in Aldani in episode six, and then the fallout of that in episode seven, and how there's been good and bad ramifications throughout the galaxy after this, um, essentially a bank robbery. So stay tuned for that episode, but I hope you enjoy this one. God bless. May the force be with you. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the highlight of my week and hopefully your week. We are doing a monarchy discussion. So I got a lot of different brilliant minds here. So I hope you guys are excited. I want I just got a soundboard too. So I wanted to pick up. Thank you. Thank you. So well, that'll get that'll some random sounds will be coming off in the show. But go follow that Kojak podcast and we'll just get right into it. So Kyle, we got conspiracy Kyle. Kyle, how the hell are you, buddy? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. It's been a while. Nice. Yes, it has. And where and we'll just do is where can everybody find you? Just so we'll, we'll you start can that find off. me on uh, Twitter and Instagram. It's conspiracy underscore Kyle, and it's conspiracy with a K. All right, nice. I'll put all your your links in the show notes. John, welcome. Everyone knows who you are, but if for some chance someone just stumbled here, where could they, where can they find you? My name is John Brisson. You can find me. We've read the documents. We've underscore read on Twitter. And uh, yeah, I guess that's really about it. And sometimes on the, uh, the Mount Rushmore of broadcasting here on Kojak's. So. Hell yeah. And uh, loyalist, loyalist, you've been on my oh. show before, but just so everybody, you know, introduce oh, yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess uh, I'm the loyalist or some people call me the loyalist. Funny. I don't care if people make that joke. I thought uh, you can find me. Uh, let's see about me. Okay. Uh, I run the Star Spangled Kingdom uh, YouTube channel. Uh, I'm on Gab at the Star Spangled Kingdom. If there's a bunch of uh, stuff you don't, I would suggest not following me on Gab because uh, that's where I'm just, I don't care what people I post. So I just post long rants when i'm really up at five in the morning drinking way too many energy drinks coffee and every stimulant known to man a legal stimulant and uh it's a good distinction so distinction uh i guess uh yeah i'm most popular for the thing that really started me off is i got uh i was i was always planning on doing a 
uh, like I guess so you say like a right wing show because I wanted to do it for a while so you can write content. So I just made a video called like Defense Fabsolutism got 200 views. Okay. I uh, started a show with a crazy. I was looking for a socialist who was a monarchist. I started with two. Oh. It grew into three. And now we uh, average about uh, 100 to 200 views and about 10 to seven live viewers uh you can find us every saturday at 5 p.m est at the star spangled kingdom live show i it's not a live stream it's a live show it's distinctive uh right. i guess that, that that's a the you can uh I, i'm gonna um just a bit more shilling you should follow my co-host's blog which is the 27th most popular orthodox blog in the entire world Nice. God, King, and Nation, not blog. He's a, <clears throat> a lot of blogs about theology. I have never read all of his blogs. He, he always says, like, how do you know I didn't know? It's like, I, I don't read all your blogs. There's a lot of them. <clears throat> yeah. Perfect, dude. And so uh, you guys have seen this guy on my show before. Scott, he's got no dog in the race, but I brought him. He's the the one of the best Bible guys. He married a pastor's daughter. So I know Kyle and John are probably nervous when they hear that. So Scott, <laughs> welcome. Thanks for coming. How are you doing, dude? Gentlemen, it's a pleasure and honor. And uh, yeah, ready to get going. Awesome. And so Scott, I brought Scott on because I was I was telling him about my debate with you guys. And I sent him the, I, I Googled like three days ago, what verses in the Bible about monarchies? And so I read them all. I go, well, shit, I can't argue it. I, what am I going to argue? And so I told, talk to Scotty. And so he, he's going to add an interesting viewpoint that I'd like to hear. You guys are all biblical better than me. So, so why don't John, why don't you, we'll, we'll start off with the Bible stuff. Cause Scott has to head out and then we'll get into like the stuff that I can actually add something to. So why don't you start with why the, cause obviously this is, if we want a, a Christian nation, this is, we're going to listen to the Bible. What does the Bible say about that goes against, or what does it say about monarchy? Okay, so um, monarchy in and of itself, as far as a earthly king or earthly, earthly, earthly ruler over a nation, uh, wasn't biblically set up uh, by God, uh, both as Conspiracy Kyle uh, brought up in uh, Twitter, uh, link, uh, both Deuteronomy and uh, 1 Samuel 8 and 9. Um, you know, God warned Israel, and God knew that Israel was going to want to have a king uh, like the other uh, pagan nations around it. Uh, and, you know, and so because of that, God had warned them exactly what would happen uh, if they uh, chose to uh, take a king uh, instead of, you know, when you look at the different variations of, of ruling structures, Within the Old Testament, um, you know, you have God the Father and Jesus Christ. Uh, and then as if, if you believe a little bit of, of what Michael Heisner has written, uh, you could say that Heisner has written, you could say that there was also a divine council. And from there, there was a rebellion of the divine council that was under uh, God and Jesus. Uh, and that's where, of course, you know, you had Satan and the rebellion of the one third of the angels and so forth and so on, uh, which then led to uh, various uh, principalities that we are still at, at war with today. We're war against the powers of principalities um, uh, that Paul had alluded to. 
Uh, and so there are those divisions uh, that people, you know, as far as both the pagan nations and Israel and above itself uh, kept committing adultery against God the Father uh, by continuously uh, worshiping uh, the or making idols, should I say, which they were empty idols, obviously, as Paul uh, made alluded to. Uh, of these fallen uh, divine uh, council members. Uh, and so or originally, depending on your interpretation of Genesis of the sons of God, of whether they were uh, uh, leaders of nations uh, throughout the world or they were the quote-unquote fallen angels, which I believe them to be, as uh, both the Bible alludes to and the apostolic fathers allude to is of that interpretation that was later changed by the Roman pagan Catholic Church into the uh, sons of God uh, being um, kind of like uh, earthly rulers uh, during that time period. Uh, but there was that kind of governmental structure uh, at least that was supposed to be of, you know, God always ruling of having authority and Jesus ruling with God of having authority. Uh, but man kind of sharing uh, some of the duties and also divine counsel sharing some of the duties too as well. Of course, that did not happen because divine counsel had free will. Man had free will. The fallen heart of man comes out later. Okay. Uh, and in doing so, because of that, because of, of, of the original sin, you know, put forth by Adam and Eve, um, and eat, the eating of the fruit of the knowledge of tree and good and evil, uh, these governmental systems became corrupt, uh, at least from that standpoint, from an earthly sense. Uh, so the warnings that God had given uh, in Deuteronomy and in First uh, Samuel uh, was exactly what we even saw uh, during the book of Judges when, uh, you know, these leaders uh, of Israel, uh, these judges, uh, majority of them, especially later on in the book, uh, they're shown to have flaws. They're shown to be flawed people as, you know, people in of the, themselves are flawed uh, and, you know, have a wicked heart. Um, and so in doing so, you know, they fail um and don't live up to completely, uh, you know, what both for, for them to judge the people of Israel and above itself and for what God, you know, ultimately would want of them. And the same can be say biblically of Saul, who was the king uh, that, that Israel had chosen, which later David um, is a man after God's own heart, but David of himself, because he is a man, uh, you know, also committed, uh, you know, sin as well. Of course, the major one uh, being listed is is Bathsheba, right? And his lust of Bathsheba, uh, and which he did later repent of. Um, and so, as we can see, and as you know, conspiracy Kyle has brought up, and I think we have the actual statistics. A majority of the kings uh, in the Old Testament were wicked. Uh, they did not uh, serve God. Um, you know, David would be example. Hezekiah would be another example of a king uh, that was righteous, that served God. Uh, but majority of them did not uh, because of the wicked fallen heart of man. Uh, and so, yes, Scott. But isn't that the point? Like, don't you feel like they're written in the Bible to be proven? Because like 
what Jack and I were discussing when, and I saw the two verses that were brought to my attention. I think, Kyle, you tweeted them out. It's the Deuteronomy and the Samuel that you've already referenced, right? And you've already mentioned. So you're you're well-versed enough to know there are no good people, right? Yes. Like, if you read the Bible... There are none righteous, not one. Exactly. So, but in both examples that you were given, it says key phrases that I don't know if are getting lost in translation or where I'm misleading. But I think Jack brought me on because as soon as he sent me the Samuel verse, which I don't know if we can pull up, but it says something along the lines of exactly what you're saying. You cannot bring on a worldly king. But that's the point in general. It's not saying do not bring on a king. It is saying if the person you're putting in power values, let's use the, and I just, it's interesting to me that you guys use these verses because in my opinion, the the argument is in the verses you're using. So I have the Deuteronomy one pulled up and in it, it says, do not place a foreigner over you, one who is not an Israelite. The king, moreover, must not acquire great numbers of horses for himself or make the people return to Egypt to get more of them. For the Lord has told you, you are not to go back that way again. So it's in my opinion, the Bible is telling you, listen to God. God will find the right person. But in but later, though, however, I would argue, Scott, that when Samuel warns, because God pretty much, you know, tells him to tell Israel this, he takes it a step further and says, the king will take your horses. He will take your servants. He but, will take your labor. I just find the because I once again think it's he's the Bible is letting you know the co the core value of it is do not put your trust in a man. No, but hundred percent. Yeah, agree, hundred percent. But I would say, and oftentimes you need to take context and use it full circle. So when you guys stop the Deuteronomy verse at where is it, it stops at twenty, but I don't understand where. It talks about when he takes the throne of his kingdom, he is to write for himself on a scroll a copy of this law taken from that of the Levitical priest. He is to be with him and he is to read it to all the days of his life so that he may learn to revere the Lord his God and follow carefully all the words of his laws and these decrees. That's the answer is if the person appointed because and I I told Jack I'm going to jump off because I don't understand the opposite of the argument. Because if you're saying do not put your faith behind one person, your argument then I'm assuming is let's put it in the people or multiple. People. No, I, I think the, the argument yeah. really, really isn't for like a, you know, republic democracy versus a monarchy. I okay. think exactly, this, yes. this debate is really just I, I think a lot of us agree that there's really no pure form of government that's okay. going to really adhere to, to God's law. Yep. And, and I will say even, you know, like you mentioned, I, I, I agree that it, it says in the scripture, it sets up, it sets up what you should and should not do. And, and I think the problem is that even the ones that were quote unquote good, even broke a lot of these ones as well. You know, we always think of King David, King Solomon, but King Solomon was one, he acquired mass sums of wealth. He acquired mass wives at, towards the end of his life. So even someone that walked in the ways of, of, of God um, in his teachings, um, like we've been saying, it, it's, it's still a flawed human. 
there's still going to be issues with it. But, but I think to, to your point, uh, Scott, you know, while, while, you know, me and John are saying that, you know, yeah, let's say 75% of those Kings were evil. I, I will say that when I ran the numbers, like the 25% of ones that were really good had had long reigns and did reign over long periods of prosperity for the kingdoms of Israel and, and Judah. So it's really like, there's no, when it comes to Kings, there's no middle ground. Right. Yeah. They're, they're evil, evil. And they're they're driving people towards wickedness or they're good for a time or they're good for their entire lives. It's just it's such a there's no law of averages when it comes to kings, I guess, is my my point. You know, I'm a I'm a numbers guy. Right. So there's really no when you at you when you average it out, you really can't because there's really no median. It's a it's a it's a negative 50 or a plus 50. So I think that's kind of our, our, our that was kind of my point with it. And, no, I and agree I, with that, yes. And I appreciate that because that clarifies kind of what you guys are going after. But it, it all boils down to, in my opinion, the group of ears it's falling on, right? Because we're seeing it today. The This message in general is getting lost. Like it's a, it boils down to morality, right? Because we're going to have to come to the agreement. Not everyone on this earth will convert to Christianity, right? But if we can align the people under someone who has like these concepts to a boiled science that we truly trust, because us in America, we're practically doing it. Like we celebritize our presidential candidates so much that like it goes back to when Trump was in office. He couldn't name a book in the Bible if he tried. But like these people have this false conception that he does. So like his actions are what's going to take us there. So I just my only input to this was that it's coming back to what you're saying, that there is no answer. It's going to come down to trusting either a person or a group of people. And I think as a if the country were to be more like-minded in our core values, that would lead to an opportunity to selecting one truly great person. We can't decide it, and we're picking our celebrities and a half-dead guy because our values are so separated right now. So we have no good example right now to point to. But if we have a bright and shining star in office or as a king, then you can rely that upon I don't know the biblical values in which we're talking about. But I would Someone. say you would never reach that. I mean, actually, of us even having this debate is some sort of uh, exactly. intellectual yeah, no masturbation answer. in some forms. Yeah, hey, I mean, hey, I'm to be real. Hey, you hey, know? hey speak for yourself. Well, yeah, <laughs> I give my opening statement. Yes, yeah. you can. Uh, okay, a lot of this concept that uh, these were good monarchs, there was bad monarchs in the Bible, but these are still God's anointed. Uh, in Samuel, Samuel still says, I cannot harm Saul. He is still my Lord's anointed. A lot of these ideas that democracy is biblically relevant or even like monarchy, the only form of government you can find in the Bible is monarchy or you could say a form of theocracy. There's never reference to republicanism, liberalism, enlightenment, your values. These ideas and taken to the logical conclusions are anti-Christian. We, we can see that the decline and I don't even really need to reference the Bible because I don't think that there's any anti-monarchical monarchist arguments can be found in the Bible. I think there's only pro-monarchist mm, arguments. I would argue. I would argue. I would just. I would argue like against that. The, we, the, we can discuss the, that though. John Chrysostom. 
so I think John Christum said, render on the, be a, obedient to Caesar, be obedient to your governors. <clears throat> Jesus even said, render unto Caesar those things that are Caesar's. If Christianity would take to the path where we would rebel against, where they rebelled against the Roman Empire, where they rebelled against against the Romans, Christianity would have been crushed on the vine. It would have never spread to the world. The world would have never been saved. But because Christians obeyed Jesus's teachings and rendered on to the, the rulers, the monarchs, what is the monarchs? They, they saw the errors of the ways. Constantine wasn't told by God, by this symbol, you will you will free people. By the symbol, you will conquer. So either Constantine is fundamentally wrong and is not hearing the word of God when he is victorious and stops the persecution of Christians, or God is just saying, eh, whatever. And this is... Uh, well, there were some Christians that were still persecuted uh, even, yes, even after there, Constantine there, there by the Roman Empire. There was, there was some Christians, but the major stopping point was Constantine. He was given a vision by God, by this symbol, and he was given a vision of a cross, you will conquer. And by that symbol, he conquered. So the will of God is never by republics. There's never any Republican people who believe in democracy who say, by this symbol God has given to us, we will form a democracy. We can see that every thing they come they come to this conclusion that monarchy is bad through their own individualist complete and utter so persecution of christians didn't pick up during julian the apostate when they tried to rebuild the third temple again god struck down almost most roman empires wrote the argument of a pro-monarchist christian is not even that monarchs have to be good we don't believe that monarchs are inherently good rulers. We believe that it is the form of government we should follow and you should be obedient to your ruler. We and it's not to say that you should blindly let yourself be persecuted. And Saul was still God's anointed. That's true. And, sure, and Samuel could still not harm him. And God, by the anointing of kings, princes, we don't never find a reference to anybody besides kings princes we find some judges but nothing like that in the bible so but we, I, I would i would say that all the all the kings in the bible though weren't anointed though there's a lot of yeah, yeah, us, yeah. usurpers just like through history because i think that that style yes, but, of go of government you know br brings about well crap all i need to do is kill this one guy well, take out his family even, and then it's me it's not even true plenty of people have tried to do that and failed miserably it's the uh, the concept that you could just kill the Tsar of Russia and then be the Tsar of Russia. There's so many bloodlines tied to that that you would never exterminate great families of Europe. There's still Romanovs, there's still Habsburgs, there's still houses of Hohenzollerns. Right, but it still it still breeds violence, though. I guess it, is my it, my it point. Whether it's whether the most it's successful violent or not. two world wars were waged by a republic and a socialist country. The big biggest world wars were waged by on behalf the Allies were a republic, and a and a parliament and a and a parliamentary system where the king had very little power, and these the wars are ways for waged for pointless reasons because these are wars by men who aren't godly. Like when Saint John of Austria stood aboard his flagship and defended Christendom from uh, Muslim invaders, he wasn't proclaiming that he will take 
anything or that this is for some noble cause. He was simply defending Europe and doing his Christian moral duty. You know what was not at Lepanto? No Republicans, no Democrats, no people who believe in these liberal enlightenment views, just Christian men defending defending the cross. And that's what princes were before the Protestant Reformation mainly did. There was a few wars in wars, but most of the major coalition conflicts against against satanic Muslims were by Christian rulers. And we can see that the reason Islam is ascendant and doesn't have a decline with decline well, in some places, Christianity is still very big in US, Poland, is because they never lost their monarcho theory and confidence in themselves and gave into this enlightenment era, really satanic belief. Like, in, I don't want to say they were satanic, but what it led to was this belief that one is above God. No one is above the laws of God and nature, as Gene Bowden points out in Six Books of the Commonwealth, who was a very devout Catholic. And that statement is simply, you cannot put yourselves above the laws of God and nature, the basic fundamental laws of hierarchy and the basic fundamental laws laws of a nationhood. If you, God wanted a republic and wanted the Christians to form a republic or any of that, they would have formed a republic, but they didn't. They, they were loyal to the empire or he would have sent the message in the symbol you conquer to neo-Roman republicanists. He did not. He sent it to the emperor. Hmm. Okay, so let me yeah. ask you this, uh, loyalists. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me ask you a quick question. Um, render under Caesar's, what is Caesar's? Render under God's, what is God's? Um, the early apostolic church in the anti-Nicene church, let's say before Constantine, for example, um, they, they uh, were within... Uh, if they were, you know, within the Roman Empire, um, they, you know, abided by the laws of the Roman Empire within reason. You know, they wouldn't deny Jesus Christ, for example, or God the Father, or they wouldn't harm themselves or harm anybody else. Okay. Right. And so they would follow the commandments that Jesus Christ had mm -hmm. given us. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, but they would also separate themselves, right? They would separate themselves uh, from the Roman government in and of itself, right? They, there was no, to my knowledge, uh, any of uh, Christians that had inserted themselves into uh, Roman the, government, the, correct? The, no, there was actually uh, members of the government who were Christian. There was rulers who were Christian. There were governors who were Christian. But as, as high as governors, there were. There, there was some. There was some high-ranking military officials, and there they was, were they were converted, right, per se, yeah, or at least they became well, born again. They, they, is how they, I would say it. As, yeah, as, and and that's the thing is that is uh, what I would like to say. And the thing is, is I don't believe in conversion through violence. I think orthodoxy gets it right when we say strictly through argumentation and missionary. Law. As a, as a Baptist, I agree that as well. Yeah, too, yes. that that is uh, my my view, and I think that's how Christianity came to victory over all over trampling down evil. Very much is agree with you. Very much. We agree trample down evil by arguing with it, but by we spreading not, the gospel, by spreading, by the, spreading good the gospel, by living but as Christians, living as Christians. I think people fund a flawed people, but yes. the thing is saying that, saying that we should spread the gospel, but saying that, that being said, the, the concept, and we look in the Bible time and time and time again, we see that the majority of people are wicked.
the majority of people are going against God, and there's a small cadre of people who are moral people. The remnant, this, the people remnant. that believe in God and, and yeah, serve yeah, God yeah. and trust God. It, it's like something my priest said. It's like it's it would have been easy for me to be an Orthodox Christian in Constantinople in the 10th century. There's no threats really. Well, there's some threats, but like it's it's very simple. It's like I go to church, I go to work. It's hard to be it in an age of persecution. But that being said, and that that all being said, is that when we look at when Christianity has its downclines, it's all due to one fact. We can see the downcline of Christian Christianity in from the well, let's just say, I would say the 7th century to the 1800s, Christianity was on the upcline. And we see the downfall of Christianity in the 1900s and the late 1800s with the invention of mass media and really the spreading of mass democracy. Is that where people, people, it's not saying that you should force people to be moral, but when people are given this idea that you are above you are above the words of God and the anointed of God, the monarchs. You you sin into vice, and it, something that's really something should be pointed out: the most Christian country in the 1900s was Russia. In the 1900s, Russia was the most Christian, heavily Christian country. It was an absolute monarchy. A lot of the most Christian countries were neo-absolute monarchies or semi-absolute monarchies, where basically Democrats have no rule because they always implement the separation of church and so state. So you're arguing that Russia was more Christian than America? Uh, at the time, America wasn't into its decline, which I, I don't view America. The revolution wasn't an anti-monarchical revolution. It was split between aristocratic Republicans and you could say neo stewardess Well, there were Baptists and Anabaptists like yeah. myself that did want to have nothing to do with it, and the Protestants yeah, there was, put us yeah, to death. Yeah, was. So, it, I it, mean, it, it's it's a, it's it's really the, the the that everyone was in favor of pose. A lot of people don't give a fuck. That that's my opinion. The vast majority of people don't really care one way or the other. They should care, but they don't. But <laughs> it, it was split between men who believed in the divine right of uh, George III to rule directly over the colonies, which was an, and that it was his royal prerogative as, as the head of the church, as, as, and all of those things. But, and then the Republicanists. But there was also a third branch that wanted to have to do with neither one of them. Yeah. Yeah. There's always the, eh, whatever types. That's just that's just. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily classify them as that, but they were like, you know what? There's always the. I'm sorry, no one, no one has ever won. No one has ever changed anything by by being by being a centrist. Centrism is is the lazy man's political. No, they weren't centrist. They were separating themselves. That's different. Look, that's the that's the whole thing with like I I like I don't like libertarians. Like Amish are the most successful libertarians ever. Because you know why they don't. <laughs> even Anabaptists, need to, yes, that's yeah, true. Anabaptists, they don't even need to call themselves libertarians. They're just kind of like, we don't like the government. We, we don't want insurance. Uh, we don't. We, <laughs> they do pay health, taxes though. They, they, do they pay, pay taxes. taxes more just, and uh, we're going to live in our Amish communities and just uh, just be so uh, and just shun anybody who's not us. 
and it's highly effective. Okay, yeah. the, the shunning part's an issue, as we're called by the Great Commission. Okay. Uh, okay. Hey, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not Amish. <laughs> like I didn't do yeah. <laughs> No, but, but I'm saying I do have some beliefs very similar to the uh, Amish yeah, as I a know. Baptist and an Anabaptist. So, yeah, I know, I know, Anabaptists. You, uh, you know, even Anabaptists were monarchists. They, they literally declared the early Anabaptists declared John of Light in their king, and then mm. uh, took over the city of Munster. <laughs> and. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, I'm talking about more from an American perspective. Okay. Well, they, they, they decided but... that violence wasn't cool, probably because uh, they they got their asses kicked by most monarchs who thought that guy was kind yeah, of yeah. They've been pushing violence wasn't violence wasn't cool before then, but okay, okay that, <laughs> but all right, but oh, see, but... this is this. Oh no, now now uh, the Eternal Anabaptist speaks. Uh, that is true. I mean, I, I okay, so I'll say this. I have issues with monarchy just like I have issues with republicanism or what you term republicanism, okay? In my opinion, I mean, I guess this kind of defeats the purpose of the debate, which is why it's more discussion. And I think Kyle would agree with me on this. Yeah. Because men are fallen, I don't think there is a quote-unquote perfect system of government. Uh, now, oh, I do believe that there is – well, well, there is a – there is a I, I don't, don't get me wrong. I, I don't either. Like, I'm not a utopian. I, and I, I do think that there, I mean, the only perfect system of government is when Jesus Christ returns in the millennial kingdom. Okay. Like, that's, that's it. Like, that's the standard and the only standard. Okay. But, you know, I, I, again, for us, for that to happen, though, there's no like, I, it, this kind of makes this discussion like, because <laughs> my argument would be, because my argument would be, yeah, monarchy's not great. And then you'd say, okay, so what do you, what would you replace it with? And I would say, well, republicanism isn't great either, you know, and neither is every government that's ever been, you know, decided on by man, period, you know. But, you know, I would say, I would say this though, as an American, okay. I don't think that you would be able to put Americans because of the uh, individualistic standards that have been put upon American culture for so long. Now, you could say it could change in a few generations, and yes, that could be true, okay? But I just don't see how you would be able to fit in a monarchy or let alone one, because when, you know, when I think of monarchy and like the last one before Trump, and I'll talk about Trump for a minute and what Steve Bannon and Dugan were, 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 were salivating over. Okay. But like the one beforehand you could say is probably the Kennedy dynasty, right? That's the closest that we ever got in modern times. Right. But it didn't even come to fruition because RFK Jr. was never president, you know? Uh, and so, I just don't see Americans adopting. I don't think we can go back. Like I'm not a fan of the divine right of man, but I'm also not a fan of the divine right of Kings either. And nor do I think that's a perfect system of a government. And I don't think there is anyone for humans period. You know, like I know that's kind of a flawed. It's not really, <laughs> it's not the most pragmatic approach. <laughs> But it's just it's just how I see it, you know. 
Oh, I did. Does that I, make any sense? Does that, yeah, that makes sense. I, I liked your thing on Duggan. I fucking hate that guy. I fucking hate him. Like, fuck that guy. He's a fucking Satanist. Like, you know, you know, I was kind of, I'm kind of a dick. But people like, don't ma- ma- dance on the graves of your enemies. I was like, nah, I'm the opposite. Dance on the people, the wicked, the, you know, I'm more the type of, uh, People get what's coming to, and not like people get what's coming to them, but you know they're what you sell from a biblical perspective. Yeah, you you uh, reap what you sell. So I, I like it's like when I say I'm not I'm not like the richest man, but there's a good good. Uh, this is completely unrelated, but because I like to go on unrelated tangents. That's sometimes. fine. This is a discussion at this point. Okay, so. but I say this approach is like even if you have nothing, and I. Someone once asked me this. It's like, why did you give a homeless person who said they need money, they could use it to buy drugs? And I said, my priest said this to me. Very important point, I think everyone should, all Christians watching this should take into heart. He said, you know, imagine yourself in that situation and imagine you're that person and you need that money to buy food. And imagine that person not giving it to you. And th- th- that's how I see it. Like, even if yeah. I had like the last five bucks in my wallet, I'd give it to someone who a homeless guy, like hey, or I don't need a homeless person. I'll buy you some food. Yeah. I'll buy you something to eat. I'll buy you something to drink. Yeah, that's what I, you I, want. I, 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 yeah, I think I think that's and that's what I uh, that, that that's an unrelated tangent. But uh, me, to, fair, finish your thought, and I'm gonna I'm gonna switch switch it switch it up a little bit. Okay, okay. So when I say that, like. I don't believe there's such a perfect government and there's a perfect king. Like, I wish Trump was the – Trump is a 90s boomer Democrat. That's that's all he is. He's a 90s boomer Good. Democrat who I boomers like his way around – he boomers his way around things. He's like, oh, wait, it's not the 1980s or 90s anymore? I thought it was. That's really what Trump really thinks that was. I honestly, that's my honest opinion of the man. But – People think, oh God, Emperor Trump. I was like, that that's inaccurate. It would just be it would be well, it would I don't know what you would give Trump as a title. They were gonna they were gonna call him God Emperor Trump, and they still might be if he returns. Okay. Okay. So. But but the point is, I'm not saying he, he would be he'd be a very boom, he'd be like the most boomer monarch ever. <laughs> we, we, yeah, that is true. He would be. <laughs> or he could but, <laughs> but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But the point is is when I say that America is not fundamentally opposed to monarchy and that does America has monarcho- monarchist traditions. My real principle and why I'm a monarchist, I used to be a really, really hardcore. I don't know if you're familiar with former legionnaires. Most people aren't. No, I'm lost on that. Uh, it's French it's, legionnaires. Uh, I know that, but I can legionnaires disease. Uh, are you familiar <laughs> with like... Uh, Shit, I'm just gonna stop mentioning uh uh in a war Romanian Christian national socialist and uh all right, you've done it. lost me there. Okay, I'm gonna Basic- show my American ignorance. My I mean, <laughs> okay, what? basically basically I can pass okay. it off. Okay, so I, I I go I go on all of my thoughts go into a correct direction. I, I was yeah. but <laughs> when I was that for a while, I would call myself a theocratic fascist. Inaccurate, because that's not what Kajano actually believed. So reading more into Kajano, I realized, oh, wait, he's a monarchist, and he's a fascist. Well, national. He, he's a, he called himself a lot of things. He, he was a very devout Orthodox Christian, confusing person. But looking back on it, I looked into it. I looked into monarchy. He's like, 
and I, this is when I was becoming an Orthodox Christian and moving a lot away from national socialist organizations. They're all trash. They're not feds. They're it's better. Idiots. It's better. It's better for you. But I used to be a uh, when I was a New Ager, I was uh, I was a white nationalist. So. Oh, you were. You were yes, SF2. I was. I really want to have all my podcasts to talk about that. But, God, but God saved me by his grace and he through my did, faith. But is I really I'm want, I've never actually uh, ran into it. That's a joke. All right. All right. I'm, I'm, okay, the, okay, Kyle's okay, just okay, sitting here. All right. Go. You got 30 seconds or I'm muting you. Okay. Basically, so I moved towards the idea and I looked when Christianity was the most protected, I wouldn't say feared, but when Christianity was the dominant force guiding people to a moral good. It's when it's the 7th, 16 and 1500s when monarchs had had the primogenitor of rule and to make laws binding on the old subject. Okay, Jack. I'll stop. All right, go, all right, go ahead, Kyle. Go ahead, Kyle. Well, so I wanted, so I wanted Kyle to, because I wanted to bounce back. But so, Kyle, I wanted to ask you, kind of like what John brought up, because I, I saw that, like, I read all those Bible verses, and it, it does. So, and not to get into that, but so, what would be your form that you would? So, let's say we're we're going to say God, he advises against a monarchy. What then? What what's the alternative solution? Well, you know, I, I think, and, and here's here's the question, you know, maybe Jack and Loyal, I'll kind of, you know, ask for, for your input on kind of, you know, the, the this structure of monarchy, right? Because I think whenever whenever you bring up the term monarchy, you just think there's one person at the top telling everybody what to do. Um, but I, I know there's probably, there's a lot more to it than that. Like, for example, um, one of the passages I just read in the Bible about uh, King Jehoshaphat, who was one of the, one of the good kings, he basically set up, uh, I, I don't want to call it a republic or a democracy, but he had kind of a quasi group of judges, almost like a Supreme Court type system where he kind of stratis stratified the kingdom into, you know, if people had concerns and problems, it's not just up to the king to to, to solve it. It was he's setting up all these regions. And I, I'm, I'm sure just inherently in, in, in all forms of government, there's that kind of thing. But I think if you can have. And, and again, you know, it's kind of the unanswerable question, but if you can have have rulers like this that um, that have the belief in God, right, that have that core belief, that have advisors that um, they take advice from and aren't just pushing their own their own way through, you know, that's really the only way in my mind that that the monarchical system works but I, you know, just from, from, from what I've seen in, in history and obviously I don't know every example, you know, Jack and Loyalist, I know you, you know a lot more about more of the recent, you know, several past centuries of, of monarchies and how they worked. But, you know, the perception you get and, and mind you, you know, these perceptions are put out there and may not always be hundred percent accurate in every case is that whenever there's a King set up, it's either the person themselves views themselves as God or the people view, view them as, as a God. So if, if there's a form of monarchical government where it's, it's more of a blend between that and, and, and a Republic where there's, there's more people coming to the table to, to, you know, fix these problems, I, I guess, for lack of a better term, that's kind of what, what I would say, but, but, you know, I'll also say too, what we've been saying this whole time, you know, the idea of this, you know, American government system we have. Yeah, you can vote and there's these committees and all this kind of stuff. But really, 
I think we, we all believe that there's a lot of things happening behind the scenes where there are certain families that are already pulling the strings anyway. So it, it's kind of already that monarchical family line type system anyways, although you don't really, really see it in the, in the, in the foreground and in, in, you know, maybe that way with it being so hidden is, is maybe why it's not working. I don't know. Just there's, like I said, it's an unanswerable question, but I think, um, you know, in, in my own heart and mind, you know, I, I believe in, you know, the monarchy of God and God, the father and in Jesus Christ. That's what I believe in my own heart. That's the, really the only one that I will, will, will serve and, you know, bow down to um, any other form of government just kind of falls short. I think it's a very fair answer. So real, so the reason why, like I even found loyalists and started becoming a monarchist is it, every secret society, like uh, Adam Weishaupt, his, his, he, in his letters that they found, he talked to, he was writing to his, his buddies and they, all they talked about was how the goal was to remove the monarchy and remove religion. So they they infiltrated Freemasonry and be, they were behind all these revolutions from the French, the, the Bolshevik. And so this started again, that, that's literally what pushed me to monarchy was, well, they want this, they want no king, they want, they, they will cause these wars to remove monarchies and institute a constitutional republic. Well, clearly there's something there. And so then I even thought of like our American revolution, these guys were Freemasonic, um, and not all of them, like we already kind of mentioned, but so Patrick it makes Henry people question this. Are they, was this revolution to just continue with the plan of this removing religion and removing monarchies? And then last thing I'll say, which I want your, so in Adam Weishaupt's letters, I found this interesting too. He writes, it's not that they, he wants a constitutional Republic. He wants an anarchy where there are no rulers. That's at least what he writes in his letters. And so I found that really interesting too, that, the, the leader of well, the well, the face of the Illuminati was talking about how he was his goal was to remove was to have total chaos and anarchy. And I just found that like, I don't know, I found that very odd. But I don't know if, John, you have any thoughts and we can go around what you can just add whatever, whatever you want. You can switch. OK, it, so I, I've been thinking about this a lot. Now, you got you got to remember, Jack, at one time that I was for I was considering monarchy as well. Uh, yes. myself, but then I snapped back. I was like, what was I, what am I doing? All right. So, um, so, okay. So a couple of things. One, um, yes, I, I have issues with the, uh, with the founding fathers in the American revolution, obviously just, I have more issues with the French revolution. They, they killed my uh, ancestor after all. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, they beheaded him. Uh, but, but still, but still nonetheless, um, there were Christians and there were Americans who fled persecution uh, under, uh, you know, the, the English kings, uh, you know, Puritans, uh, Baptists. Now, granted, the Baptists also fled the Protestants and they also fled the Catholic Church. They were getting killed by both the Protestants and the Catholic Church. OK, uh, but, uh, you know, they, they, you know, a lot of our, uh, our uh, you know, our ancestors uh, came here to to flee um uh uh monarchical tyranny uh now now granted um what they fleed into and the people that kind of picked them up and were like we'll save you with the divine right of man you know like uh, yes they fell into another trap okay i mean it is what it is all right but um <laughs> you know it, again they came over here and they formed loosely knit colonies uh, that were some were stronger or under the crown and some were looser under the crown. 
Okay. And they tried to, um, some tried to institute a separatist uh, form of government, uh, like Roger Williams, for example. So different states had their own ideas of how loyal they should be to the crown or not, or why. And some thought that they should not be loyal to the crown at all, but they weren't controlled like the founding fathers are concerned. They were just like, we're Christians. We want to be separate. It is what it is. Okay. So a lot of that comes from the Baptists and Anabaptists. If they just want to be separate, they want to be left alone uh, because we are, because we are supposed to be in this, in this world, but not of the world. Okay. So, you know, so again, because of that, now I would assume the loyalists, since you are Orthodox Christian, you are not for the separation of church and state, right? I would assume uh, I, when I'm listening to your uh, streams, I, you appear to be against the separation of church and state. Uh, very, very much so. Very, okay. I, I, t- I take what the founders say. I don't think they were for either. I think what they meant is they didn't. I think if they would have now, said, there were some founders that there were some. There were some. I know. I think. I think it's a misinterpretation. Modern interpretation. Well, it depends because Thomas Jefferson isn't. There were there. I mean, you had Roger Williams. You know, before. Yeah, Jefferson, I know. Modern, yeah, I'm, you know, I, it's surprising that no one really knows who that is. I know who that is the. Uh, was he? The, he wasn't really the leader of the regulators. Kind of was. Kind of wasn't. Well, I mean, uh, as far as far as Williams is concerned, he was. I mean, I've read a lot of his his sermons. I do a like. I do uh, yeah, respect he, him as as a pastor. Yeah, um, yeah. But he was head of um, the uh, Rhode Island colony. Um, yeah. Uh, and and he was very much for the separation of church and state. Now, as a Baptist, for example, I believe in soul liberty, and that a man is accountable to God uh, for his own belief of whether he, and it, and his own sins of, for example, whether or not that he chooses through uh, uh, provisionism through you know by God the, the grace that God gives him, but by his own belief, uh, his own faith. Uh, to be answered uh, uh, upon, you know, to God, uh, upon that, uh, to death, you know. Uh, and so since a person has their ultimate, you know, they have that soul liberty, you know, they have that accountability to God. Um, you, you can't force someone to believe in God by the barrel of a gun, okay? <laughs> it just, I mean. Yeah, the Orthodox I, Christians don't either. Uh, and so, and so actually I disagree with Protestantism and Catholicism and a lot of that, but that's another discussion. <laughs> All right, but yeah, like, uh, but I do believe because of the apostolic church and how, how you mentioned earlier, render to Caesar's what is Caesar's, render to God's what is God's. There was this sep- this was this separation. There was this separatist whoa. that it, state mm-hmm. should be influenced by the spreading of the gospel by people becoming bored again yeah. earnestly. Okay, not yeah. at the barrel yeah. of a gun. Yeah. Okay, right. and by people living upright moral christian lives that's what turns a society towards god and honoring god and we have the example of nineveh in the bible for example yes nineveh did later fall but when nineveh repent when jonah was being a curmudgeon and didn't want to you know uh go to to be a prophet to nineveh for example but they did everybody everybody you know sackcloth and ashes including the king uh, and, and 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 repented to the Lord, to the one true God, right? So through Christian living, through the spreading of the gospel, for people earnestly becoming born again and turning to God, a culture can uh, 
you know, institute Christian values that way. Cause like I myself, I'm against the new apostolic reformation, uh, Protestant, uh, kind of version of, of what they call quote unquote Christian nationalism that's being pushed by people like Andrew Torba so much now. Uh, because I, I, do, I think, I think it's false. I think their version of it, it might even lead, uh, to, uh, the B system, uh, if we're truly living in, in, in the, the, um, the uh the times foretold in the book of revelation uh so if that's the case which i if i remember correctly orthodoxy would be considered partial preterist right as far as eschatology is concerned the loyalists oh, i don't even know what word that what word did, did, did you we, use did we lose him i don't no, know so, so, sorry uh no i missed the last thing you said uh, i was I would assume or, uh, orthodoxy uh, uh, eschatology is a partial preterist view, correct? Uh, preterist? Pre pre preterist, meaning uh, everything has been fulfilled in the book of Revelation at uh, 72 AD except for the second coming of Jesus Christ. Oh, like the millennial reigns already happened. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I think we could be during the millennial reign as the Orthodox Church is an all-millennialist, yes? Uh, I know we're not. Sorry, I'm I'm not familiar with Protestant. Uh, Look, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't consider Baptist be Protestant okay, okay, either. That's okay. a whole well, other well, discussion. Well, well, That's a whole well, other discussion. I'm not, I'm not too familiar with that. Uh, I know we're non. We have an argument with the non-Chalcedonians or the Nicene Creed. Uh, man, I really wish. You know what, Jack? I really wish I had my co-host right now because he could answer this. Because oh, God. dude, it's okay. Yeah, like he's this is like this is one of the ones I don't have an answer to. But that's all right. It's all, what, that's good. What, it's, it's good what, to admit what, you don't have an answer. Yeah, yeah I don't know everything. Lord knows I, I don't, brother. Uh, like, this, is, uh, this is just a yeah, friendly discussion. Yeah. You know. Uh, hey, I, hey, John. I, let me, I John, let me ask you. John, let me ask you this. I know. You know, we've talked about the you know render to Caesar what is Caesar's, but um, I I can't remember the the passages offhand, but. I believe there's passages from the Apostle Paul in Romans that 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 talks about either directly or indirectly about not necessarily opposing the government in an active rebellion, but choosing oh, to true. choosing to um, like we've been saying, set yourself aside or or push back on on certain things. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about, or, or am I off base? And no, that you're not comment? off base at all. Um, it's it's a it's, it's it's a discussion. Some and I see it as in. Um, the affairs of the government or the affairs of the government, meaning um, there's certain things I like this posted speed limit, for example. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to go. God, no, God, God, you know what? We should take, we should take the approach of the uh, crazy uh Articles of Confederation. I'm just traveling. God said I'm just traveling. <laughs> Fuck you and your licenses. But see, I, but see I'm not, I'm not, like, not going to go like 30 miles of an hour and be like, that's right. Screw you. Because then I won't be a reflective of a good Christian if they pull me over and I've gone 50 miles an hour, you know, and they see the, the, the you know, the cross necklace that I have hanging down from my mirror. Right? The, the fish, like, yeah, the fish bumper sticker. What, yeah. was, what was he doing? You know, so, you know, I, I, I there are times that we do rebel against government. Okay. For example, if the government asks asks me to break any of God's commandments or the two right. commandments that Jesus gave to sum those up, right? So if the government was like, I need you to deny God, no, I'm not denying God. You're going you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have to kill me. Okay. And that's exactly what happened uh to to <laughs> these these saints throughout history. And, and we are so uh I hate to use this term, privileged in the United States to have the comfort 
where most of us are not having to make that decision, but that decision might happen in the future. Okay. And so, you know, there's, and again, for example, another thing would be is, is if the government asks me to harm myself or to harm another person, okay, that would be another example where I, you know, you could disobey government. Okay. But those are the two prime examples. For example, still pay your taxes. In my opinion, other Christians may disagree with me on this. Okay. And still live by the laws of the land when they're in fair. I mean, if they're outright causing you to sin or do gross forbidden, you know, gross sin forbidden, you have every right to to say no. You have every right to have an armed revolution against communists. (laughs) Well, I I would disagree with that, but it is what it is. Uh, so, yeah, well, because I would say the Roman Empire in and of itself was very, very debauched, eh, very debauched. Predator, you know, yeah, you had yeah. Uh, you had pedestry and uh, you know, li- living out. I, I I've been told by very reliable sources that uh, paganism makes men that paganism is based and. Uh, it's ancestor, you know, ancestor worship, and that uh, the gods aren't real; they're a figment and a representation or something. I've been told by reliable sources of uh, people who all seem to be really into German LARPing. Yes, just very German. much so. Very just German LARPing. People that also want to say that God and Jesus are myths, uh, and uh, the pagans were based. So I was watching. I was watching Doctor Who. I'm not proud to admit that the other. Oh, day. Doctor Who's a great show. It, oh, Matt it used to be. It used to be. It used to be. Now. Like the newer, the, like, like you know, after you know, it it sucks now. But yeah. I was watching Peter Capaldi. Okay, and it was an episode where they showed the Roman Empire and his companion Bill. Okay, who is a uh, a lesbian. Okay, so they're at the Roman Empire and they're showing how base the Roman Empire is. All right, how base they are, and they're like. You know, talking about how this Roman centurion is based because he likes men. And the the, the white Roman centurion was like, well, you know, I'm not like him. I just like women. I'm not special. I'm heterosexual and I'm not special. Oh, yeah. Okay? yeah I and just... it's like and it's like, OK, so this is so when people think of the Roman Empire, the pagan Roman Empire. All right. It, you know, it no. was because. Of the of of of, well, of of people becoming born again and leaving that paganism behind, and by people you know through regeneration becoming Christ-like and the spreading of the gospel and all that, it it kept that stuff. Well, it, it tampered it down, well, and throughout well, no, history, it's tampered it down too. Well, but the no, problem no, is, I think no, we're coming no, to no, the no. end times you, where it can't be tampered down anymore. No, no, no. So, you you, right. you got to realize, according to the Romans, the gayest thing you can ever do is go down on a woman. That's what they've been told. It's, really? So okay, I should stop saying degenerate things. We, we should we should read about uh, Paul when he's talking to Titus and he talks about the island of Crete because we get the word Cretan from because Crete was well known for pedestry and Roman soldiers on their holidays going over there and uh, molesting and raping young boys. Okay, so, so, so that's where we get the term the- Cretans. And, and so Paul's like they're lazy and they're bums and they're degenerates. To Titus, all right. So just remember that, all right. It, yeah, okay. but but one of the things like uh, an orthodoxy, and I also find this is interesting because you, you're very anti Doug, and I I don't like Doug either. My co-host kind of likes him. I'm trying to talk him out of it. I've been it's 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 going. It's it's going. But you know, 
one of the things is one of the important things is that I, I this is just a, a side note. I find it funny that like when Protestants and Catholics defend Russia, because if you stepped like if you started preaching baptism in Russia, they may be basically neo Bolsheviks with a thin Orthodox veneer, but the only thing they do that like you know like some Orthodox Christians would agree with is that you would be arrested for doing that. You would be immediately thrown in prison for trying to spread anything besides Eastern Orthodoxy. Wow, really? If I went over there and started preaching, yep, you'd be arrested. It, uh, you'd be arrested. You'd be I, arrested. Even though I'm, I, I just saw like a statistic though that that's like definitely like only. No, seven... no, you were no, you were like in the 2003. There's a good documentary on it. The a lot of Catholics were thrown out. A lot of Protestants were thrown. The Catholics, out. I understand. <laughs> But dude, like only seventeen percent of the oh, Russian Russia is not very orthodox. It's, church. Like it, it's more of a just it's just a you know it's like it, you know the head of the Orthodox Church in Russia now is a former KGB agent. Yeah, Krill. Krill tells me literally like that if they guy. die on if they die on the battlefield, they go to heaven like it's Valhalla. Not uh, not their faith in God or Jesus well, or their belief. If they not, die on the battlefield, they go to heaven like it's Valhalla. Uh, we don't really believe in that. I mean, we'll believe that you should, you, if you die and you're baptized and, you know, you go to confession and you're a good Christian, you go to heaven. That's Orthodox or Trinitarians. And Kiro, like El Pataferos in America, are both extremely out of line and been condemned by most of the. Because, like, I love when people sit here and defend Kiro's, like, we're not Catholic. We're not Catholic. We don't, we don't, like, if Pope, like, Kiro said, I want to fuck kids. They'd be like, yeah, no, you're not. Please. Like, we're just going to, you know, when Orthodox Christians and different jurisdictions do shit like that, we just, our, our approach is we, the rest of the Orthodox world just condemns them and ignores them until that person is removed. Hmm. So, you well, know, that, that, that's my uh, solution to Kiro and Pedophos. Just, you should condemn them. And you should ignore them until you get removed. And they remove, or as I like to call it, they should be purged. But I got, I got yelled, I got a, a, a bunch of a commie Orthodox cultural Marxist didn't like that I said that. So you know. <laughs> oh, you, you, you got anything to get on here? You got anything to say? You look like you're nodding. So right, you know. Well, I was gonna ask. So, um, and we can like open this up. So if there's no, we, we've talked. There is like no perfect system, right? There, there is no perfect system, but. What what can be done to change if we oh, kept the system? Oh, I forgot. I forgot to answer the question about monarchy. Oh, go, go ahead, man. Okay, I, I got really off track. All oh, right, sorry. Well, stay on sorry, track. I do. Here. I do have autism. Please, please, please be patient. <laughs> Should I have autism? But uh, when it comes to uh, conspiracy, Kyle, uh, the question is like uh, what you were talking about—a system of uh, regionalism that existed in monarchy, like. Nicholas II had basically authority over, I guess you would say, major imperial decisions. But the vast majority of Russia during imperial his imperial reign was mainly governed by the uh, regional. There was regional monarchs. There was also regional leaders, ex, uh, elected councilmen. It's funny because under like monarchs, that every system existed under in that government. So when you're talking about like between republicanism and monarchy, that would be something like Kaiser Wilhelm II or the uh, German system of monarchy. And uh, 
that would be what that would be like. There's there's an elected parliament, but the Kaiser can still dissolve the parliament if he so chooses, and just tell them to screw off for a bit, and seize emergency powers. Uh, that that would be the answer to your question. And that, that monarch himself, unless you're talking about Shintoism or a few forms of Eastern monarchies, and I think a few European monarchs, most monarchs were never viewed as God. They they were viewed as someone who is serving the divine will of God, but never God. That's that's more like Eastern Europe or like Persian. Like Old Testament type stuff, yeah. Yeah, and uh, most of those people were always, when they said that, they were struck down. Gene Bone makes it very clear that you're not above the laws of God and nature in his book, Six Books of the Commonwealth. And as for the books, the con- the questions, uh, good, let me just look through my books. Uh, a good book, if you want to know like what actual feudalism, uh, the rise of sons, the history of social mobility. That's uh, more of a book on the history of just social mobility and feudalism and uh, life in a medieval village. Those are actually good books. If you want an actual feel of what monarchy was like to live under. So yeah, that's the thing with like, and what I said earlier about, you said earlier, Josh, sorry, I'm talking really fast. Uh, I, I tend to do that. If I'm hard to understand, Please uh, let me know. No, you're but, good, dude. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, what I, what people would say about America, like the early Americas, was under was directly under the 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 monarchs. It wasn't until much later that America started being under the parliament. It's it's funny because you can if you read another book, I have another book. I just have so many book recommendations, Eric. Eric Nelson's The Royalist Revolution. His claim isn't that uh, America's founding was monarchist. It's that some of the found, a lot of the founders were themselves monarchists and believed in just giving George III his right back to rule over the colonies or the concept that it was a war against Parliament, not George III. Mm. George III was actually very sick throughout most of the American Revolution and wasn't actually in charge of most of the policies. Most of the shitty policies were the parliament's fault. Yes. And that I've read that in um, uh, the one Jesuit book, how he he wanted to remove the, that tax on tea. Parliament said, no, we're going to up the tax on tea. And he kept trying to pull back, yeah. which I think is an interesting. And so I also wanted to say another. So, I, you know, you, John, you've been in this the, the conspiracy world much longer than I have. But when I first came across this idea of uh, like I, it was the book uh, Freemasons Behind the Revolutions when they started like kind of these. Oh, the, started- a lot of this like George Washington was barely a, a lot of these people exaggerate that to sell books. I, in my opinion, there was a lot yeah, less. I be- think well, I, there, there were I think Washington. The Washington was somewhat. I wouldn't say like like the level of like that the people say that. That you know, it's Freemasons. It's not to say that Freemasons didn't have a lot of political power. There's a reason that uh, a certain mustache man really hated them and threw them in prison along with communists. It's like, yeah, I don't like these people either. It's another thing that people a lot of forget about the Third Reich. They persecuted all the Freemasons, and the same thing with uh, Russia. Like there was a few Freemasons always, but the later always just said, yeah, you're not allowed to be a Freemason. Like in Orthodox Christianity. I would be in bad standing with the church if I entered was was a 
like a Mason. I'm not allowed to do that. And some Protestant denominations or even Baptists, you wouldn't, you, you would be allowed and some you wouldn't. Uh, but what were you going to say, Jack? Finish your thought. I was just saying that it was interesting that I never came across that idea of monarchy after, you know, I listen to all these podcasts, all these people like you that are so well-informed and, and all they talk about how corrupt the government is. But that also is another thing that I felt like there's something to this solution of having a strong central leader that is moral because it's never brought up as a solution right. for anything. Well, and, I, and I'll say too, you know, to, to that, to that end, yeah. um, you know, when you look at now, not that, not that it's the arbiter of truth, but then when you look at, you know, popular media books, movie, TV, what have you, nine times out of 10, it's always the, the, the monarchy is always exactly. the villain, right? Exactly. You know, look at that movie, the Patriot, look at Braveheart. I mean, exactly. the, the, that show, the crown, I think that's the well, only well, one no, that, no, that, no, that the shows the monarchy. About Braveheart. Just like Kyle, uh, oh, and, and, and I'm saying, I, I'm not saying they're all like, historically accurate or what have you but i think when when they always want to make the monarchy the villain i think you know the more we're talking about this it, it makes you not that i agree with the methodology but but it makes you wonder yes. why that's the the narrative being yes. pushed yes agreed go ahead loyals oh well the funny thing is about 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 braveheart is that they were rebelling to install a scottish king it wasn't right. like it's like it's like it's like it's like, yeah, this is an inaccurate movie. The Scottish were really, really Catholic and really did, like several times kept trying to throw the Protestants. They kept trying to kill each other. And the, the, the Catholic population wanted it was it was a mix. There was really Protestant absolutists. There's actually a lot of Protestant absolutists, but mainly the mainstream nowadays is Catholic and Orthodox. Like a lot of my followers like <clears throat> are Catholic. Uh, but I've said, I yeah, the, ca the Catholics would want a central figure, wouldn't they? Ba -ba -boom. <laughs> yes. wait, wait, well, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, there you go. Well, there you go. Oh, I, 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 I'm outnumbered here. I make the joke. It's like, uh, so you're Orthodox and you're like a very, pro I wouldn't say prominent. There's not that many monarchists on YouTube. I mean, there used to be the mad monarchists. And uh, he was Catholic. I mean, I have a really good Catholic friend. I read old magazines, and he would be considered a monarchist. You know, I mean, I, I just, I don't know. Again, this is this is kind of like mental masturbation. You know, it's like, what's your favorite form of government? You know, I mean, it's sad, but it is what it is. What are any of us going to do to affect any of us? We, 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 us four right now, we are forming the vanguard of the of the right wing revolution. Well, I don't know what a white wing revolution would call each other. Not well, comrade. That's kind of communist. And so I, I guess think we need to get out there and spread the gospel and help our fellow man. I think that would do more than. Yeah. There you well, go. So I, I, I agree. That's like yeah. the, the, the point, right? I think we all would agree that, like, not we're, like John said, mental masturbation, I feel like we're talking about Antapistan. But the thing that we I think we could change is this morality of the of the nation. That's like the, the only thing that we can have control over is how we act and inspire others. And if you had a, a moral population, you, you wouldn't even need any, any form of government, but just like well, how people don't put their shopping cart away. Know, um, as a, <clears throat> and I morally fail a lot too, but as uh, the quote, we all do. Yeah, we all do. To quote, uh, was it Thomas Jefferson or John Adams who said, 
if the country isn't Christian, the Constitution doesn't matter. It's interesting that you're quoting Ooh. a Unitarian Universalist. Hey, Wait, is that I a real quote? <laughs> yeah. That, that's that's a, a weird quote. But he is a Unitarian, Unitarian yeah. Universalist, though. So. Yeah, he's not. He doesn't believe in like the, the magic part yeah, of the they, Bible. They, yeah. No, that was Thomas Jefferson. Adams yeah, is Unitarian. They, they, oh, I thought you said Jefferson. Yeah, the, the founders were all degrees of like weird forms of Christian. They were all Christian. Like the concept that they were all these secular humanists is a myth. They, they were all very Christian. But they were not Christian. No, I would disagree with you on that. Thomas Paine was a Satanist Horrible and a Luminist. Guy. Uh, Thomas Jefferson denied it was his own Jeffersonian Bible denied yeah. the divinity of Jesus Christ and the miracles. Um, Benjamin always, Franklin was 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 an illuminist in of himself. Uh, John Adams is a Unitarian Universalist. Now there were founding fathers who were Christian men who were upright. For example, would be Patrick Henry. Okay, uh, but majority of them that or many of them that was not the case. Uh, a lot of them were. I mean, I I, I remember when I was a new ager in college, I was reading, um, uh, I was reading Thomas Paine's common sense and thinking this is one of the best things ever written in history. And of course we had the Georgia Guidestones, which was common sense renewed. Right. Ooh. With that. Right. So John, where were you like a few months ago? I was born again, Christian. I've been a born again, Christian for about, no, no, no. I'm saying like, where were you? You say the oh, Georgia politically, Guidestones. No, Georgia Guidestones. Like, uh, oh, he's they, saying you blow them up, John. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's a, it's but, like, but, but I mean, I, I, that's the thing is, is like, I don't know, like, like, I don't revere any of the founding fathers. Like, I mean, I, I do, I respect Patrick Henry, but it's not like when I look back at the founding fathers, like, idolize no man, you know, and none of them were. And the system that they left from, which you would say would be an English monarchy. Nope. Well, it wasn't. I, I mean, it was uh, hilarious because before we started this, it was like, I can't read from the King James. So instead, I'm going to read from the Geneva Bible. Right. You know, so if you need me to go back further, I can't go back further. You know, but, to take, but I, I just well, see King James. You know, King James is based, but I, you know, I, I just, I, I, I don't know. I, it was interesting <laughs> to bring up Thomas Paine because he, like how you said, he was a Satanist. He, they like recruited him to help write propaganda for the French Revolution. Yeah, and yeah, and, and they kept asking him. Like there were people literally coming to him preaching the gospel, and he was turning them away. And on his deathbed, he was like. Don't let anybody tell you that I came to the Lord or I believe in God or any don't like with venom. He was really? like, don't let anybody tell you that I believe in God. Okay. Cause the God of the old Testament is still wicked. Cause he had, you know, Gnostic demiurge beliefs, you know? So like, he was like, there was a woman supposedly that like, I think she like acted like a nerd or, or a maid or something that managed to get in there to like preach the gospel to him. And he was like so mad about that. He was like, how dare this lady, you know, like Thomas Paine was wicked. He was a wicked man. Yeah. And he was a liberal libertarian degenerate, you know, and so was liberal, Franklin. let's be real here. All right. Liberal, yeah. Liberal. Well, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm very anti French revolution. I, I so believe I. they killed my ancestors. So what can I? Yeah, you know, yes. Then, then that's why you should. And that's why you should never be a Bonapartist. Or, Orleansism forever. Eternal, <laughs> Orleans. I, I really do need to make a video on the whole concept of Bonapartism because fuck that guy, fucking liberal Satanist Freemason. Well, his brother was. 
no, no, no. All, all, you know, you know, you know, you know, my, a lot of my siblings aren't Christian, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I can't, I, if going around hitting them with the Bible is not going to change their mind. Also, I don't hey, think Jack, a lot. Of, all you got to think about Napoleon is hidden hand, brother. Hidden hand. I know this is, I, I'm a fan of Napoleon. So my, my rebuttal would be. I'm a Napoleon disrespecter. Why, why would Napoleon remove the central banks, remove usury from his country if he, if he didn't like the people? That's all right. I'm going to say. Oh, so, he, so he did one thing? So did Andrew well, Jackson. It doesn't make him our guy. Structure you, know, you, know, you, know, you know, our guy is Andrew Jackson. I did like Andrew Jackson as well. Andrew Jackson. I mean, he may he may have had some issues, but he was, you know, I think him he he embodied the American spirit of how a president should act. I'm gonna party with the people. He's amazing. He, he I'm gonna have massive parties with the people. That's how the king, like King James, also I think like doing that. And uh, the founder of a, a lot of friends of mine, I forget what they're called. They have like, I, I guess John, you would know. Uh, they have like a. Like a cornucopia is like the symbol with a goat, with like a like kind of like go with a Christian flag. I have no idea what you're talking about. There, you completely lost me on that. Uh, ah, and Andrew Jackson was a Mason, if I remember correctly. What? Uh, yes. No if, way, if I dude. remember correctly, yes. I don't, I don't believe and, it. And I mean, I don't he, believe he, it. I, but but I would say no president's ever been for us ever, uh, except for Trump. He's our guy. Um, oh, nice, but nice. but so, Kyle, what do you think? Are we are we wrong here with this discussion? Um, was yeah. was Napoleon our guy? Was he not our guy? I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna defer to you. You guys are the historical experts. Some of this goes goes way over my knowledge. Look, I'm, gonna, so I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna I'm say, just I'm listening and I'm soaking it all in. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, yeah. all the, the, the comments. Second, I have no Nicholas no dog the second was definitely our guy. You know. You know, Nicholas II was our guy. Uh, uh, let's see, who else is our guy? Uh, hmm. I mean, we, we're not allowed to say that guy because, you know, that's you can't say that guy his name in good company. And, you know, he screwed up a lot. Churchill. Churchill no, I, say the, I would say the guy in good company that you mentioned was not our guy because of the oh. whole because of the whole Ananave and the whole oh, um, that, that that's that stuff is allied propaganda. Get, getting oh no, getting the getting the uh the the Kabbalah from the Mountain Jews. That's one for you. If you want to talk about that discussion, we can talk about <laughs> that. Fair, we we also told him to get bed from Mount Athos. He's like, uh, can I have some of this? I'm gonna take this stuff. Hey, you're the guardian of Mount Athos. Uh, go away now. <laughs> So here we'll we'll we can like kind of wrap it. Will I don't know if anybody have any other uh, extra? We'll, we'll like go around and do final final thoughts. Unless yeah, we'll do that. So Kyle, you can you can lead us off. I guess to think about for your final thoughts. Um, we already talked about what yeah. form of government. Where do you hope to see the country goes? How would you do it? We can, we, and then, yeah, we'll, we'll go. With I, mean, I, I mean, I mean, I, I just want to see people see people turn to Christ. I want to see people yes. believe in Christ as the monarch and not any any earthly leaders, whether it be republic or or otherwise. That's really that's really all I have. It, it's more of a, you know, a, a spiritual monarchy is what I what I attain to and what I hope other others can can attain to as well. I'm not necessarily somebody who wants to just shut myself away from society and, you know, go off like, like the Amish, you know, that would be, <laughs> that would be nice. But for one, I don't have the skills to do that. And for, and for two, um, I would have no idea what I'm doing, but um, I, but you know, at, at the same time, 
I just don't really want to want to contribute to to the political discourse on on, on either side of the aisle at, at, at this point. Um, not that I, you know, I, I'm not really here to like encourage people to do that or, or not to do that. Everybody can make their own decision on, on what they think. But, you know, anybody who, who's, who's a Christian who, who believes in Christ needs to just really strongly think about the people that they are supporting i'm not saying don't support this person or support this do, do whatever you want you can you can do whatever you want but you, but you make sure that 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 god and christ are the the the, the number one in, in your life because if because if they're not you're going to be led led astray by darkness or false light or what have you so that's kind of my my two cents and i appreciate all all the discussion from everybody you guys are all way more well versed in a lot of this historical stuff it's been really um, it, really great for me gaining a lot of uh, great information and knowledge from you guys. So thanks for having me. Well, Kyle, and I want to say like three people in the chat liked your your spiritual monarchy. So that's a that's a, a very nice <laughs> phrase. I like that. That's very and, I, and my last my last thing is you know oh. I, I I was you know I was reading my my kids a book tonight about you know the, what the greatest king of all time um, from the neighborhood of make believe we have. King Daniel the kind he was Damn. he was allowed he was allowed to be king for a day and he chose to be kind and that was the wow. correct thing to do so but remember he lives in the neighborhood of make believe so just keep that in mind <laughs> uh loyalist final final thoughts you know i thought this was going to be a lot hostile this 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 was a lot of fun i thought this would be a lot of screaming so yeah like you know uh it's been it's been fun uh, we discussed a lot of stuff uh I think I derailed the conversation. Sorry about that. Nah. No, no. Uh, yeah, it's been, it's been fun. I think a lot was discussed. I think, uh, as I say, uh, I, I you know, as someone, a lot of libertarians have told the other libertarians they live in and campus in the head, and uh, I, I seek to make monarchists not live in. Uh, I mean, I, no, it's it's more that uh, the American Anglo whatever will advocate the American kingdom in their head and seek to. I think uh, you need to lead by moral example. You need to build up your local communities, and uh, that's the only thing you really can do for now. Because uh, and people, I know, uh, John, you've watched some of my podcasts. I get like really into. I have. How did you know? How did okay. you know? You, you I had to prepare, so yeah, I, yeah, prepare. I watched some of your stuff, and uh, I'm sorry if you uh, read through it and you get this vibe that I'm some sort of. It, I some of them I come off like a reasonable person. Some of them I just come I off. I thought some like, of them you were trying to being an ed, an edge lord in my. Oh, I, I, I like like what? Yeah, so, certain certain people like I've like called discussions with like with like the libertarians and with like what I have like my friends who are, like monarchists or like. Or like a fascist, all, and I kind of turned into this edge lord revolutionary. Like we will storm the like uh, people like Kajianu. Uh, we will crush the liberals under our, our under our thousand <laughs> marching boots. One once more into the breach, my friends. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm a pretty uh, calm person most of the time. Uh, it's been fun. It's been interesting. And uh, yeah, I, I've, I've I learned a lot. I, I deeply respect. I think your perspective wasn't one of ignorance. One of a, uh, isn't one of a. Uh, I think uh, one of a 
hostile disagreement. It's more no. we're trying to. This is what actual debates and discussions are supposed to be like. Yes. Not like oh, I like that. Nice. Like not 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 a one guy trying to scream the other guys a other guys a uh, some home some form of homosexual or he's uh, <laughs> didn't a, didn't a, didn't Apostle Paul say debates are, are, are futile? If I remember correctly, <laughs> didn't he say that? Eh, maybe. But, you I know, think I think so. I, I think I most debate. In all honesty, I resist really, resistance is futile. Also. Yeah, <laughs> yeah resi- I, I think debates between like honest right wingers or, or, or like people like if someone like Hop and let's say uh, I can't think of a living monarchist right now, and like uh, what's his name? Oh, Charles Cologne sat down. They'd actually have an interesting debate, like war having. But when people like Fuentes and like oh no ew and like ew. and ew, yeah ew yeah I agree ew but like uh, and like uh Keith Woods sit down and shit it's ew, just no oh, gross gross yeah comedy gross uh, gross gross I hate all those people I hate the Duncan it's <laughs> just as much you do but you, got, you gotta they, pray from no no hate no yeah, hate, no, 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 hate. <laughs> yeah, whatever it's confront evil with voice uh read that book it's a good book uh but yeah, it's like when we sit down, we're actually talking about where we disagree. When those guys sit down, they're, they're both, I don't know, see what those people disagree on. And it's like they're both, they're both dishonest people. Yeah, very much so. I agree. Um, and uh, John, you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're. Okay. My closing thoughts. Yes, um, your closing thoughts. Uh, Kyle knows more than he wants to let him let it let himself. Uh, he does, dude. To say he, he wants to be humble more than he the rest does. of us here on this stream, but he did very well. And I, I brought I brought up co- no I brought up no Star Wars also. So I'm very that proud is of true. You you yeah. still need a you need a shoehorn one in. Oh yeah, I got uh, one. But, I got one last one. Yeah. Okay, nice. but I will say that you uh you um were more coherent than I was. I was just a rumbling mess. Uh, but you know I um. I enjoyed this very much so. Uh, you know, I guess to reference back what I said, Titus 3 9, the Apostle Paul said, but, but avoid foolish controversies, genealogies, dissensions, and quarrels uh, about the law, for they are uh, unprofitable and worthless. And actually, there's one Ooh. point he, just, he discusses about debates, too, and vain philosophies. Um, of course, wow. that was specifically trying to argue with Hebrew roots people. Uh, but, you know, I, 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 I there, there is no perfect form of government, in my opinion, except for the theocracy that will be coming in the literal uh, millennial kingdom, uh, which will be the reign of God the Father and Jesus Christ. Uh, and uh, hopefully as saints, that will be one uh, that we will be able to take a part of uh, uh, with him. Of course, he will always have lead. He will always have uh, uh, have, have uh, leadership of the right hand of God the Father. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's still, it's still, that's something to look forward to. Uh, but until then, uh, we're not going to have the, the, any form of government as it always has been, will be corrupt. It will be 100% mm. corrupt mm. in some shape or form. Um, and so, you know, I, though I have issues with, uh, the modern day revolutions, specifically the French and Bolshevik revolutions, more than the American Revolution. Um, you know, it, it's. It, I still believe that the, the 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 what we have now, and I do believe in Revelation too. The world will continue to get worse. It's not going to get better. Like if we're going towards the end times, if we're coming into the revelation, the, the birth pangs have been since Jesus is crucified on the cross. Then you know it's it. Going to prog- if we are living in the end days, it will progressively get worse. There is no 
you can't, you know, the, the, the door of the ark is closing. God's closing that door. There, there, you, there's nothing that can, can be done at that point. Uh, but that doesn't mean that we still don't preach the gospel, that we still don't live Christian lives, that we still don't, uh, you know, expose the unfruitful deeds of darkness. Um, you know, we're supposed to do all those things. We're called to do all those things uh, by God the Father and Jesus Christ in loving servitude to Him. Uh, and and so, you know, it's it, it's tough. Things are going to get tough. It's, the world is going to get worse. Things are going to get tougher. Uh, I agree with Kyle that we're supposed to cling to the Lord. Uh, we're not supposed to put any man above God as a form of idolatry, which many people are doing with their quote-unquote God in for Trump, which Bannon wants so much. He salivates over the idolatry of Donald Trump because Ban Bannon, Bannon is, is a Satanist. Um, and so, you know, a chaos magician. Uh, so, you know, in closing, there is no perfect form of government, There, you know, because men are flawed. Uh, you know, original sin does play a lot, a lot, a lot of part in that, or the ultimate part in that. Uh, and uh, the only true, uh, perfect form of government will be when God the Father and Jesus Christ are ruling, uh, you know, completely uh, during the millennial kingdom or uh, in the new earth and new Jerusalem. Uh, at the end of recorded time. Uh, and so, until then, uh, you know, um, Godspeed and fear only God. I love it, dude. No, this was a great, I wasn't into, like, uh, like everyone said, this was a lot of fun. And basically we all have, we all don't know what the system is. We all know there is no perfect system, but I really enjoyed hearing everybody's, every, everybody's thoughts. So thank you guys for doing this. Um, real quick, or I'll put your link. We'll just do your at, I'll, I'll put your links in the show notes since we did them in the beginning, if you're, you're all right, but I'll be at live tomorrow, everybody, eight 30. Don't know who's on yet or what I'm doing, but if you guys want to stop in, uh, I'll be I'll be live tomorrow. So thanks for watching. We have 20, 27 people at most here tonight. So thank you guys. Much love. God bless. Take care. Peace.